Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. I am your host, Twyla Reed, also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday. What an awesome day to give God thanks for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we use prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities by providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and family members by teaching them how to create the life they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being And a few of my books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul. This is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. Oftentimes, after surviving a tragedy, life can become chaotic. It can become hectic. And you really may feel like your life is over and that you're not going to make it. Those challenges can become so overwhelming, they can really push you into isolation. But this is the time that you cannot give up, and it's the time that you cannot give in. It's the time to truly understand the power of your words, because it's through your words that you're going to find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. It's through your words that you're going to find joy. It's through your words that you're going to find peace, and you are going to realize that you truly possess the power to turn your tragedy into triumph. Another one of my books, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? So many times caregivers never really stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. And being a caregiver now for over 18 years, I was one of those who always put my needs on the back burner. Whether it was self-care or just taking a moment to take a walk or enjoy outside or just say to myself, hey, self, get it together. I have lost myself in the caregiving process. 
And in my book, I share techniques and strategies that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on their own caregiving journey. My newest book, which is also a number one bestseller, Confessions of a Caregiver. This book, uh, it's six caregivers, and we've come together to just share chronicles of faith in the midst of our storms on our caregiving journey. We are brutally honest, and we open up, and we are allowing you to step into our world as caregivers. We uh, share testimonies of faith and perseverance as we travel on our caregiving journey. And the last book I want to share with you, um, My Journey, Goal Setting Journey. You guys know that we are in the fourth quarter of 2019. Today is the 22nd of December. Next week, next week is the last week in this year. And many of you may not really know how to put your goals in arm's reach. What do I mean by this? Well, you may be having trouble writing down your goals and actually breaking them down so that they are attainable. Your goals should be centered around God's vision and his plans for your life. So if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then guess what? The things in your life that you expect to change or be different, they won't change or be different. That's why you need to properly lay your goals out and go after them. And this book definitely shows you how to do this. All of my books can be ordered from my website, Amazon, or Barnes and Noble. Please visit my website at www.twilareen.com to secure your autographed copy today. Again, happy Sunday, happy Sunday. I am so happy to have you guys with us on this evening. It's been an awesome day today. It's been a rainy day here in Savannah, Georgia. But I tell you, I am just so grateful and thankful that God has graced us to be able to see this beautiful thing. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Here in the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight authors and entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events, who've made it out victorious, and now they are here, right here on this show, to share their testimony of hope and healing with you all to offer encouragement and inspiration as you travel on your own personal journey. So for today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe. So if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. Okay, guys, it is time for our devotional reading for today. And uh, I'm going to be reading from... um, My devotional, Soaring by the Power of God, the 31-Day Devotional for Spirit-Filled Living. And today I'm going to be reading one of my very, very favorite verses. It's coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24. Matthew, chapter 16, verse 24. And it reads, Then Jesus said to his disciples, 
if any of you want to come with me, you must forget yourself, carry your cross, and follow me. I'm going to read that again. Matthew 16 and 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you want to come with me, you must forget yourself, carry your cross, and follow me. So just for a brief moment, I want to talk to you from the topic, follow the leader. Follow the leader. Jesus said, follow me. He made his desires clear when he spoke these words. He loves you so much that he wants you to follow him. In order to soar by the power of God, you must be willing to forget yourself, carry your cross, and follow him. When people are invited to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, more often than not, they are persuaded by the benefit, not by the cost. To truly follow Christ means he must become everything to you. We are following something, right? Friends, popular culture, family, selfish desires, or God. You can only follow one thing at a time, and God states, We are to have no other gods before him. To truly follow Christ means you do not follow anything else. There's no such thing as a halfway disciple, and no one can follow Christ by the strength of their own willpower. Following Jesus means striving to be like him. He's always obeyed his father, so that's what we must strive to do. Obey him and follow him to new life. He wants you to experience his amazing grace. Every step you take closer towards Jesus is one step closer to love. To follow Christ means we apply the truth we learn from his word and live as he walks beside us in person. Your leap of faith with Jesus would lead you to new hope. He wants people who look the same outside and inside. The same at home and in public. The same at work and in church. It is not enough to just show up in church every Sunday, constantly volunteering for different duties and praying long, extravagant public prayers for others to admire. It is what's on the inside of our hearts and minds that matters, not our appearance, but our commitment. Jesus says, follow him no matter what. Follow him in the good times. Follow him in the bad times, and and when it's fun and exciting or when it's cruel and it's painful, picking up your cross and bearing it means you are willing and prepared to suffer whatever befalls you on account of following Jesus. Salvation is free. The price has already been paid. So are you ready to follow the leader? Amen, amen, amen. I want to get a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org. Sister Scent for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion. Please contact Nashari Davenport 
at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. The Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. And if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at Twilo Reed for more details. Again, we have an amazing, amazing show lined up for you all this evening. We have a very special treat for you. I guess is a published author. She's a true survivor. She's filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you guys to relax. Go and grab your cup of tea, grab your cup of coffee as we prepare to be blessed by this truly anointed vessel. But first, we're going to take a quick break, but don't you move because we're going to be right back.
you know, that was hard. Yeah. I said, okay, Lord, then I'm not going to write until you tell me what to write. And I put that manuscript in the bottom of a file drawer, and eventually I threw it away. Wow. Years went by. And I didn't write anything. And I stopped reading romance novels. And then one day, I was at church. And there was a lady who always did the creative events in church. And she was saying, I have this idea for a play at Passover time. And and it was a very complicated idea that she had. And I'm listening to her, and I hear myself say, I'll write it. I knew better. I mean, I knew I was asking for <laughs> loads of problems. <laughs> but I wrote it. I produced it. I directed it. We did it. And the Lord did a lot awesome. of miracles through that. And then a few weeks later, I was in a Christian bookstore, and my eye caught a book. The title, The Bible as a Novel. And I went oh, over wow. and I opened that book. And I started looking through it and reading a little bit. And then I shook my head and I said, whoever wrote this book never read a good novel. And then I heard a voice in my head that said, you can do it. And that was it. I researched for about a year. And then I began writing book one in the Son of God series. Now, Here's the point that I want to bring out to everyone. You know, the Lord doesn't wait until what we think would be the right time to call us. When the Lord called me to write that play and to start writing the novel, I was taking care of my husband, who was totally disabled in a wheelchair. I was teaching and supporting the family. I was raising our son. But the Lord saw more in me than just a caregiver. And sometimes he calls us when it seems like it's totally impossible, but he sees oh, absolutely. Yes, oh, absolutely. And the only thing he wants from us is the yes, is the yes. Yes. Once he calls and we give him the yes, then guess what? Mm-hmm. He will do the rest. He just wants the yes. So that That's is right. a very interesting story. Now, if you could go back, we're still at the beginning, to your younger writing self, if you could tell your younger writing self anything at all, what would it be? Uh, I think I would tell myself to start working on humility early. You know, um, there's a lot of, um, you you can't help the self-pride that comes in, oh, I've written a book, I'm an author. But I've learned over the years that I'm not the big deal (laughs) that the Lord is. That's right. Yes, yes. You know, what what I found out as an author when the Lord calls us to write and he gives us the vision, it's never about us. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're never the big deal. I... It's always, always, always for someone else. 
everything that we go through in life, every story that we write, everything that we write about as it pertains to our life journey and the things that we experience in life is to always help and minister to someone else. And we may not understand that at the time that we are writing, that we may not even understand it at the time that we are going through or, or whatever it is that we are experiencing. We just have to trust God and say, okay, I know that I'm going through this for a reason. So whatever it is, Lord, when I write about it, I know that it is going to bless someone and be an awesome testimony so that your glory can Amen. come through. Amen. Now, now let's talk about your book. Now, in regards to your book, what is the genre of the book and what is the inspiration behind the title of the series? Okay. Uh, the genre is historical fiction, or some people call it biblical fiction. And the word fiction can be a little problematic when you associate it with Jesus and with Scripture, which is absolute truth. So, first of all, I want everyone to know that this series follows the Scripture closely. Uh, But at the same time, I've added the history, the cultural setting, and the likely context for many stories made the characters more real and given them depth. Uh, Each title in in the series comes from a well-known Bible verse. Book one is Unto Us, comes from the verse, Unto Us a Child is Born, Unto Us a Son is Given. And book one is really Joseph and Mary's story. And their story is a romance, it's an adventure, It's a supernatural thriller. The second book, This is My Son, uh, comes from Matthew, uh, where he says, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this this refers to the fact that Jesus had two fathers. Joseph was teaching him to be a man in Jewish society while God was training him to be the Messiah. This is the childhood and the youth of Jesus. Yes. Book three, Prepare the Way, and it comes from Isaiah 40, verse 3. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And this book sets the stage for the Messiah to begin his ministry years. It introduces characters like Pilate, John the Baptist, Lazarus, the disciples, Nicodemus. Book four, Healing in His Wings, comes from Malachi 4.2. The Son of Righteousness shall rise with healing in his wings. This is the book that has almost all the healing miracles and all the miracles that uh, Jesus did. And book five, Drink This Cup, comes from the words of Jesus. Oh, my Father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And it focuses on the last three months of Jesus' life, his crucifixion, and then continues into uh, the 40 days that he was still on earth and uh, his return to heaven. So that's pretty much the scope of the series. Now, now, and it's and I like how God gave that to you in sequence. You know, like that. 
And I mm-hmm. also, let me tell you another thing. I also like how everything that pertains to the healing and the miracles of healing, how they're in one book. Um, because um, a lot of times, and, and I say this on um, when I care when I wear the title of caregiver. Um, going through the time of our car accident with my son and things that I've gone through in my own personal, um, um, with my own personal healing, it's always good to be able to pull something that you can be empowered and inspired from that that pertains to healing and specifically yes. healing. So being able to to pick up that particular book in the series and read about the healing and read about the miracles of healing, I think it's great. That's a great idea that you just kind of put that in one book. And and each book can stand alone or be read as a series. Yes. And that's another good thing, too, like you said. Um, and, and, and I think that that is important because sometimes you never know what level – a person is on in their spiritual walk, you know, and so right. with, like you said, your your book one starts at the with the very beginning, the birth of Christ, and it talks about Mary and Joseph, and so think about it, a babe in Christ. This would be a great resource for a babe in Christ to start really just learning about Jesus and his birth and his parents and 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 I I love how it's just broken up. I love how God just was so strategic in giving you the vision to break the series up the way that you did, Sharon. Well, I'm not sure that I had the vision. I I was pretty surprised. You know, you do it, and then you look back and you go, oh, God did this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That goes back to what I said. He just wants the yes. He's going to be strategic in what he does, and we may not even realize it until the product is finished. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Finished, that is right. And then we, yes, and then we're really able to look back and say, oh, my gosh, look what God did, and, you know, in the process of me just saying yes and being obedient. So now in regards to the series, okay, you have five books in yes. the series. Now, I want you to share the message that you're portraying to the reader and what are two things that you want the readers to walk away with after reading the series or even just reading any particular book within the series. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, lots of times people think of Bible stories as children's stories. This series is written for adults, teenagers, very realistic. I want my readers to know that heaven really did come down to earth, that the Christmas story and the life of Jesus really happened to real people. And secondly, and probably mostly, I want my readers to connect with Jesus on a deeper and more personal level and to grasp the plan of salvation in a life chi- in a life changing way, because they have read this series. Wow, that's great! Life changing, and that's the purpose of it all, right there. Yes. So mm-hmm. that the content within this series, that's what it's going to do: change lives, give you a broader, a better understanding, a broader understanding of who Jesus really is. 
And and I think when you write content that is life changing, oh my gosh, the satisfaction of knowing that you know just something that you write can really do that, can really bring someone to Christ. And I, that's why I love Christian writers and and whether it's Christian fiction or Christian nonfiction, I just if it's biblical based and it's based on mm-hmm. scriptures. And I mean, sound doctrine based on scripture, how can you not enjoy, how can it not be life-changing if you're really, you know, reading and really taking in and letting it soak in and minister to you? Um, I just think that's awesome, Sharon. It really is. Well, you know, writing about the Lord should be as captivating as any best-selling secular book. Uh, That's right. Yeah, some sometimes we seem to put, you know, it's okay to get excited about secular things, but we're supposed to be very, you know, prayerful and solemn about spiritual things. No, we can get excited and we can hold on to it, and it can just really stick with us. Now let's talk about some of the authors that inspire you. Who are some of your, um, and I'm, I won't say a favorite author. Because I think as an avid reader, you you probably have lots of authors that inspire you. So let's just name a a couple of the authors that inspire you. Well, there are two main authors that I I really feel like inspired me. One is Frank Mm -hmm. Peretti, and that's because he uses spiritual beings as characters in his book. And I do that too. God the Father, the Holy Spirit, and angels are just as much characters as Joseph and Mary or the disciples and Jesus. But they're also evil characters, Satan, fallen angels, and demons. All of that is in the series. Another author that I like is Bodie Taney because she writes very vivid biblical and historical fiction. And she often writes in series. I've read several of her series. And my writing is very similar to hers. Okay. Now let's talk about motivation. What What are some of the things that motivate you to keep writing? Well, for me, I have to hear from the Lord. I am yes. 70 years old now, and I want the last part of my life to be totally productive for the Lord. I don't want to waste my time on my own projects. I don't want to get an idea and then ask the Lord to jump on board with me. I want to get on board with things that originate with the Lord. I so I have that, to hear. You, yeah, you know, um, today uh, my pastor talked about that. Just remember when things were so simple, when we just really loved the Lord and we were just on fire for the Lord and, you know, when we first were saved and we first gave our lives to the Lord and, you know, just going back to that, that's what he wants. He He wants us to be that way. And everything that mm-hmm. we do should simply just be because we love the Lord. We right. love him. And, and if we do that, then everything else would just fall into place. So I like that you said that every, you know, this, this part of your life, you just want it to be about loving the Lord, pleasing the Lord, and doing things for his glory. Amen. And that is 
so beautiful. That is just so beautiful. Now, let's talk about some things that you do in your spare time that does not include writing. You know, just when you have some me time, some some time to just kind of, uh, you know, where you could kind of exhale a little bit and gain some inspiration for your writing. So what are some of those things that you like to do? Okay, I have an eight-year-old grandson, and I am very involved <laughs> in his life. Uh, we live in the same home, and I make sure that we hug every day. Uh, oh. <laughs> I am also very active in my congregation. I belong to a Messianic Jewish congregation, and those two things pretty much uh, occupy my time. Well, I tell you, I think that is quite enough, Miss Sharon. <laughs> I know that grandson of yours keeps you busy, and I think, you know, uh, I have grandchildren of my own, and I tell you, it's just love on a whole different level. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so you continue giving those hugs, and I'm sure they are so very much appreciated. Now, what about upcoming events, Sharon? You have this series, you have the book series, and they're doing really yes. well. Do you have any upcoming events that you would like to share? Well, remember my primary focus is what does the Lord want me to do? So currently yes. I have two assignments I'm working on. I'm writing my autobiography. I have had a lifetime of amazing experiences with the Lord, and I want them recorded for my grandson especially. Now, I'm going to have to wait and see how the Lord leads me as far as publicizing and marketing goes, but I'm writing. Now, I said that I do things for the congregation, and every year our congregation hosts a community Passover Seder, and the Lord has given me the vision to write and direct a drama for this year's event. So I'm working on that now with some ladies in our congregation. And um, I don't have anything that's specifically about my books. I don't, okay. I don't focus on them. I focus on whatever the Lord has me to do. Well, that is awesome. And I think those things that you talked about that you just mentioned, those are huge projects. And so that is great. And we pray uh, um, that the Lord would give you favor and, and just, put, you know, keep his hand over everything that you're doing. And it's going to be a great and a huge success. And maybe we can even help you uh, with the advertising when you get um, get it ready. And, and so okay. uh, just more, yes, more to follow on that. And so, and I will definitely be looking forward to this awesome autobiography. I know it's going to bless the readers. Um, because I, you know, just doing my research, um, when we talk, I mean, just the things that you share within your series and, and just things that I pick out of your bio, um, I just know that what the Lord is giving you to do, what you're writing, the autobiography, is going to be awesome. It's going to be uh, just full of things that are, that are really just going to bless the reader in a way that will just draw them to the Lord. And that's what it's all about. As a Christian writer, when you are writing things, all of your content, it should focus on one thing, 
drawing the reader to the Lord. Amen. Letting them see, yes, letting them see how grand and how awesome and how marvelous and how wonderful he really is through the things that we write about. And so you've definitely done that in your book series. Um, and I just want to let our listeners know uh, our phone line is open. If you would like to call in, if you're listening over the Internet, the number to dial in is 657-383-0898. We have an awesome, awesome author here, Ms. Sharon Lindsay. She's the author of the five-book Son of God series, and she is here with us tonight uh, discussing her series. She's a retired educator who's had a lifetime of experiences with the Lord. And I tell you guys, she truly possesses the unique ability to read the Bible while seeing the stories like vivid movies, which allows her to write Christian fiction that brings the scriptures to life. Her Bible-based account of the life of Jesus is enriched by extensive research as well as imagination. And she really just helps us travel to the most pivotal point in the world's history and experience what the life of Jesus may have been like as he moves from infancy into his ultimate destiny. Um, So, guys, call in if you would like to talk to her, if you have a comment. Again, the number to dial is 657-383-0898. Now, Ms. Sharon, I want you to let our listeners know how they can connect with you and how they can purchase your books. Okay. The best way to connect with me is through my website, www.sonofgodbooks.com. I'll say it again, www.sonofgodbooks.com. And when you go there, if you click on the little menu tab, there will be a, uh, an author tab, and click on that, and there's a link. You can write a message to me. It will go right to my email, and I answer all those messages. Uh, of course, my books are on Amazon and many other sites. You can either go directly to your favorite book purchasing site and type in the Son of God series by Sharon Lindsay, or you can go to my website, and through my website, you can uh, go directly to at least a dozen sites, including Amazon, and directly to the purchase page on that site. Uh, I want to mention that I have deliberately priced the books as low as possible. All the e-books, like on Kindle and the Nook, they're only $2.99 each. Uh, And I believe that price holds on all the sites. Paperbacks can only be purchased at Amazon, and they're $14 each. And these are not little books. They're each about 400 pages like a major novel. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that is a great price. Um, so, listeners, please reach out and connect. And I think it's, hey, it's just in time. It's not too late to order for a Christmas gift. Uh, you can get the ebook for only $2.99. 
$2.99 for uh, the, the size of a major novel, guys, 400 pages, ebook for $2.99. And the paperback, again, um, is $14. You can reach her, uh, purchase the book on her website, www.sonofgodbook.com. Again, that's www.sonofgodbook.com. Click the menu tab and then go to the author's tab and purchase your book, guys. What a great gift to give this year uh, before the year is out. You know, uh, we're going into the year of 2020, which is the year of clear vision. That's right. 2020 is the year of clear vision. And so what better way than to uh, to start the new year um, out with that, you know, this, which is learn some history, uh, really get to know the life of Jesus um, from infancy until his ultimate destiny by purchasing this five-book Son of God series. Now, Sharon, I know there yes. may be some that are listening who uh, may have the same passion and the same gift and the same um, desire to write, but they just don't know where to start. So what words of inspiration and motivation would you like to share with others who are inspiring to become authors? Well, my first uh, thought is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So as you seek the Lord, he is going to give you direction. He is going to build up the gifting that he has put in you to to write, to create. You know, we were made in the image of God, and God is a creative God. And so we are made with creativity within us. And so you just yes. seek the Lord for him to build up within you what he has put in you for the glory of his kingdom. Uh, I want to get a little more practical on this advice because writing can be a very discouraging thing. People will tell you, oh, you'll never get published. You aren't well known. Uh, You know, they'll just kind of put, put you down on it. But I, I heard all those words. Uh, And the Lord gave me a personal prophetic word as I was beginning writing. And I want to give this word out to anyone else who is beginning their writing journey. Here's the words. Never mind that the mule is blind. Just keep loading the wagon. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Never mind that the mule is blind. Just keep loading the wagon. If the Lord has put in your heart the vision to write, just write. Just keep doing it. The Lord will perfect your writing. The Lord will open doors. The Lord will make a way. Don't listen to any negativity. Move forward. Amen. I love it. I love it, Sharon. She says, never mind that the mule is blind. Just keep loading the wagon. 
The Lord will make a way somehow. He will open the doors. He will give you favor. He will put those people in your path that need to be there where you can gain knowledge and wisdom from to do all the things that you need to do. You know, Sharon, I got a, I got a caveat on that, okay? Because what okay. you just said is so, so, so true. When I first started writing, I did not have a clue about writing a book. I didn't know where to start. I did 20 years in the military. I retired. I knew that after retirement, uh, the Lord wanted me to share our journey uh, of my son's healing and his recovery through his traumatic brain injury. And I did not know where to begin. And uh, someone referred me to uh, a publisher. And I linked up with the publisher, and and I believe that the Lord sent this person on my way to publish the first book. But going forward, the Lord separated me from this person and gave me the wisdom to self-publish. Right. And it so, and I'm and I'm sharing this because of what you just spoke prophetically. Never mind that the mule is blind. Just keep loading the wagon. The Lord will make a way. I didn't know anything about self-publishing, Sharon, but I knew that the Lord had given me so many other books to write. And I said, Lord, I pray, P-R-A-Y, that I don't become prey, P-R-E-Y. Amen. And the Lord, and the Lord protected me. He put people in my path to teach me, to drop nuggets, to download knowledge and how to self-publish. And within mm-hmm. that self-publishing, I have five number one best-selling books to include the one that I initially wrote with this publishing company. I went back and republished and self-published, and it became a number one bestseller. Amen. So God would do it. He will do it. He will open the doors. Mm-hmm. He will give you the provision. He will make a way. He will put the people in your path that need to be there. So never mind that the mule is blind. Just keep loading the wagon. Sharon, I love that. I do. And I I want to mention what I think you alluded to. There are so many people out there and companies that are preying on writers. They yes. they want to charge you huge amounts of money to publish, to market. And I believe that the Lord has opened up the self-publishing so that people who are just ordinary people moved by the Spirit can get yes. the words of the Spirit in print. And because before self-publishing, it was almost impossible. Yes. That is so true. That is so true. And I thank God for opening up that avenue because some people, uh, you know, I have lots of people say, oh, people don't read anymore. But that is not true. There are so many people that, that, that love to read, and they are looking for content to help them mm-hmm. find their way to Jesus. And, and and I still believe 
that when you are a survivor of a traumatic event or if you are a survivor of something that has happened in your life or if you've experienced something in your life that has been life-changing and life-altering, you have a duty to share that with others. Because guess what? Out of the billions of people that are in the world, someone has gone through the exact same thing that don't know how to make it out. And so they are waiting Mm -hmm. on your testimony. You as a writer, you have an audience. It is your responsibility to write, seek God, and he will put you in front of the people that you need to be in front of to share your story. And I would also also caution, don't measure your success in sales and dollars. That's if right. Your, if your book reaches one person and changes their life and that person ends up in heaven instead of hell, you are a successful writer. Amen. That's right. If you, as an author, Sharon, if you are mm-hmm. writing to get rich, you're in the wrong profession. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have got to have That's a heart for, sure. for it and a passion to write, to just let God get the glory out of the things that you're writing about, to draw people to him, and, uh, you know, to just teach lessons about life, to empower, to inspire, to educate, and motivate. Mm-hmm. And so if you're doing it for any other reason, if, you, if you're doing it to make money unless you are Joyce Myers and T.D. Jakes and those big people, Oprah Winfrey and Michelle Obama, yeah. you're writing these books. <laughs> so I said all that to just say this, truly seek God. Seek God and he's going to direct your path. If you know that there is a book that's in you and you really want to write, Seek God for guidance. He will give it to you. Now, Sharon, we are down to our bonus question, which is our last question. And I want you to to share, what does the word conqueror mean to you? Okay, immediately my mind jumps to Ephesians 6.12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the worldly forces of this darkness, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Yesterday, and because I belong to a messianic congregation, I go to my church on Saturday, so that was yesterday, Mm -hmm. I was scheduled to give part of the sermon, and the Lord had given me a very Holy Spirit-anointed word. But I had difficulty sleeping the night before, and when I woke up, my back was hurting so bad that it took a full five wow. minutes just to sit on the edge of the bed. But mm. I sat on the edge of the bed, and I just spoke aloud, and I said, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Then I took yes. some ibuprofen, and I made myself move. And gradually my back improved, but the pain did not completely go away until I entered the sanctuary of our church. We have to stand on the word of God and then take action. Yes. That's what it means to me. Amen. Stand on the word of God and take action. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. That is awesome, Sharon. I 
want to thank you so much, Sharon. What an amazing testament of hope and healing. And I just want to thank you so very much, Sharon, for, for sharing your heart and sharing your journey with us, sharing everything, you know, sharing your series with our listeners on this evening. I want to personally encourage you to just keep pressing forward as you are making an impact in the kingdom, keep teaching, sharing, and keep inspiring those that you come in contact with. Uh, just, you know, God bless you, and thank you so much for being here. And is there any uh, last thing you would like to say to our listeners? Well, I just want to thank God that he has not only opened up self-publishing, but he has opened up radio broadcasts like your radio broadcast. You know, yes. the Bible says that this gospel of the kingdom will go into all the world, and then the Lord will come. And you and I are part of it, and everybody can be part of it. And technology, we need to grab it and use it for the Lord. Amen. And so I, I'm really so excited true. about your radio pro- podcast. Well, thank you so much. And, again, it's just been an honor to have you on the show. Just a pleasure speaking with you. I love, love, love just sharing and talking about the Lord and his goodness and, you know, just just talking with people and getting their perspective on things. This is how we grow. Um, This is how we learn from one another. This is how we minister to one another. The word says iron sharpens iron. And I truly believe that. And what better way to do that than to connect with like-minded believers, that's what we have to do. We have to encourage one another, and we have to continue to motivate and love one another. So, again, thank you so much for being a guest on our show, and God bless you so much, and I pray God continue blessings over you, Sharon, and all that you do. And I am looking forward to seeing your autobiography and purchasing it and reading it. Okay. I will let you know when it's finished. Maybe a few years. It takes a while. All right. I will I will be waiting on that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone. That is our show for this evening. Thank you for listening to the Conference Cafe show. Be sure to visit theconferencecafe.com and check out our resources, our prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you are there, do not forget to subscribe to our website, to stay updated on all of the great things that we are doing. We've truly enjoyed you all on this evening. Don't forget to join us every Sunday evening right here at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. Now, before you go, I need you guys to remember this, that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down paths in life that can be discouraging and full of frustrations. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and want to quit on this journey. You can do two things. You can stand firm and persevere, or you can give up and give out. You have the power to choose, and the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, everyone, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings as you continue soaring by the power of God, transforming your traumatic events 
into empowering moments. Until next time, I am your host, Twyla Reed, your tragedy to strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at twilareed.com. And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Good night, everyone. Take care. May God bless you, and may heaven smile upon you. a little bit, y'all. Come on, everybody sing it. I've got it. What's your name?